You're tuning in to the Banks Fantasy Show, a show to help you win the championship and take home that trophy year in and year out. What's going on, guys? How's your day going? Sorry for the delay with the podcast. I've kind of been busy the past two weeks trying to do things, you know, uh, business-wise and also uh, just life is going on crazy. So I'm hoping I could get a ton more episodes in for you guys this weekend. Um, QB rankings, running back rankings, wide receiver rankings, tight end rankings, all pre-draft so we all have that information and then see how it kind of shapes up and changes after the draft because I know there's going to be a ton of changes based on who goes where, what situation changes, who gets drafted and takes the lead spot over somebody. So I'm hoping to get that all out by Monday, Tuesday-ish. So bear with me. Apologize for the delay, but I can't. But let's just get right into the quarterback rankings. We're going to be listing off the top 20. So I kind of have five, six tiers of quarterbacks for the top 20, 22 players. So I'm just going to be going through them, explaining why they're there, why I like this person better than that person. And just my input in this so you can take it away and do what you want with it. Um, because the best type of information, because information is free, right? So that's what I love to that's what I love about life is information is free. And I've kind of looked at other people's podcasts, their rankings and stuff, and not merged it, but take took it into consideration with this and, and what I've seen on the field and based on their situation and their ownership and their coaching and stuff like that. So we're just going to go right into number one. Everyone saw this coming, but quarterback Patrick Mahomes out of – in Kansas City, so I don't know if this really needs a lot of explanation, really. He's the best quarterback in the game right now. Two-time MVP, two-time Super Bowl champ, two-time Super Bowl champ, two-time Super Bowl MVP, best quarterback in the game, one of the best all-time, you know, debate how you will where, but everybody knows he's, he's up there, right? So he's revolutionized the game, and in fantasy-wise, you're probably going to get quarterback one numbers for the next eight years. And that's huge in super flex. So, and in regular, in one quarterback. So, getting that quarterback one numbers consistently and you don't have to worry about anything. You've seen him do it with no Tyreek Hill. You've seen him do it with Tyreek Hill. You know, there's going to be questions when Travis Kelsey eventually retires who knows when he seems to be immortal and lives forever every time we think he's gonna regress he doesn't he just gets better so i don't think we could put that into the equation just yet but he's great enough that i that he'll survive and still be putting up quarterback one numbers for the next six seven eight years right so he has the contract to do it he has the coach to do it he has the gm to do it he has the skills to do it so and he's been to the super bowl twice so I'm just going to put that out there as, as a Chiefs fan, or he's been to the Super Bowl three times, but he only has, he has two wins. So as a Chiefs fan, I purposely said that, but it feels good to say that after the past 50 years before that. So going into number two, controversial because a lot of people would have the number three guy over the two, but I'm still sticking with Josh Allen, 
the rushing upside, the con- you know, he does he's not as consistent as uh who's at 3, but the rushing upside and he plays with a lot of heart, which I know isn't really putting up fantasy numbers as heart, but he was the he was the quarterback one two years ago. He has the ability to put up league winning numbers and he does every he has every year for the past two to three years. So he's my quarterback too, because with that rushing upside with Stefan Diggs and Sean McDermott as his head coach, I like him I like him more over number three. Not I could see the argument to flip flop two and three, but I'm sticking with Josh Allen at two. I know recency bias may put the three guy over two, but sticking with Josh Allen at two. And at number three, I have Joe Burrow, quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals. Not a surprise. Ends up my top tier one. So tier one is Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow has T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, which is every quarterback's best friend if they're your receivers. They also just got Irv Smith, the tight end. Joe Mixon stuff going around, so I wouldn't be too shocked if they draft another running back because Samaj P. Ryan's now at the Broncos. So they can get a Zeke. They can't, you know. So if they do get a Zeke, that obviously helps a lot. Joe Burrow also got more help on the O-line with Orlando Brown. So they made it known that they want Joe Burrow to stay healthy. And he is their franchise guy. So there's no worry with that over the next 6, 8, 10 years. So he is my quarterback number 3 on the dynasty rankings. Um, I don't really see much argument to put him lower. I can see the argument to put him 2. So 2, 3, like I said, flip-flop. The lack of rushing upside is why he's 3. But he does have that weapon. He does have those weapons that Josh Allen just doesn't have. He does have Stefan Diggs, but he doesn't have the one, two, three weapons like Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow also has the rushing um, help with um, Joe Mixon and possibly Zeke if they get him. Buffalo just doesn't have that. So that's why Joe Burrow is number three. And then coming in at four, the start of the tier two for me is quarterback loss. Quarterback Justin Herbert of the Los Angeles Chargers. A lot of people are bringing him down, and you could buy him extremely, not extremely cheap, but cheap for a top five dynasty quarterback. I mean, I've seen some leagues that I see some leagues that he's been just being shipped off without a quarterback going back to the owner. So, you if you're rebuilding and you need a quarterback to build around, Justin Herbert may be your guy. And it's crazy that he he's being sold after you know he's had he had injuries to his left tackle at the start of the season. I I believe it was week one or two. His left tackle got injured, which is a which hurts any quarterback. Um, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams were all injured all on and off throughout the whole season. Yes, he had Austin Eckler, but. Having no number one guy and Keenan Allen and Mike Williams both getting injured for most of the season does hurt his, will hurt how much points he puts up. And I think people are forgetting that even though the season ended 
three, four months ago, right? So people are just forgetting that and take advantage of it. People have the salty taste of Justin Herbert in their mouth. So I would go take advantage of that. Go get Justin Herbert for cheaper than you can for an elite quarterback because they're the most valuable asset in a Superflex Dynasty League. Coming in at number five. Oh, yeah. And also with Justin Herbert, his contract, he is getting a good payday this offseason. So something to keep an eye on, see how much guaranteed, see how many years they commit to Justin Herbert. But I don't think it'll. everybody knows he's getting a long-term, big money, you know, Patrick Mahomes-type deal. Patrick Mahomes, Daniel Jones, whatever. <laughs> Any quarterback that starts is getting crazy money, so no one's doubting it. Um, coming in at number five, I have Trevor Lawrence, quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, you know, I was really high on him going into last year where people were kind of doubting him after a year of being a quarterback under Urban Meyer, which I just don't understand. Urban Meyer just ran that team into the ground. But he really broke out with Doug Peterson there. And I say break out very lightly because he's been great his whole career at football. High school, college, I mean, now NFL. He's just He's just been consistently great at the quarterback position and it doesn't matter what weapons you put around him he's just gonna he's just gonna get the job done and his deep passes are the ones that excel in his range he's not really great at the short medium passes but the deep passes were so those big play touchdowns is trevor lawrence's thing um and and jacksonville jaguars are getting calvin ridley next season so that's just another option for Trevor Lawrence with Travis Etienne, with Christian Kirk, with Evan Ingram. Now he has Calvin Ridley, who was a top 10, top 5 dynasty wide receiver just a couple years ago. You know, so he's getting the weapons. The team overall is getting better. Doug Peterson is one of the best coaches in the league right now. So he's my number five quarterback, plus he's only 23, I believe. So you're going to get a lot of elite quarterback years out of Trevor Lawrence. Coming in at number six, a lot of people will have him higher, but I have him at number six is Jalen Hurts, quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. And the reason I have him number six is really because um, injuries. You you see a lot of, of these scramble first quarterbacks that are not... You see a lot of these scramble first quarterbacks, and they get injured a lot, right? So you look at uh, Kyler Murray, you look at Lamar Jackson, they're just, they can get injured a lot easier, and that's why I kind of stay back. Plus, he hasn't got his contract yet. It's it, He's only had one breakout season. You can say that. A year ago was it was a great 2022 2021-22 season was a great year, but I, I don't know how you could say that he really had a lot of passing issues. Yes, he did great this year. Um, not discounting what Jalen Hurts did. It's just it, I'm having a hard time putting him over the other quarterbacks because of he was injured this year with the shoulder, so. 
I kind of stay cautious of that. And when building around one guy, I don't want to have those injury questions. I, I could be, you know, an old head with this quarterback, you know, pocket passer, blah, 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 blah. Where I love the rushing ability because fantasy points, rushing touchdowns, blah, 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 blah. But he's been injured in the past. And he's been injured in, you know, he's had injuries in the past. And Trevor Lawrence I like over him because of his upside. Justin Herbert I like over him because of his consistency. Joe Burrow, he's just a better player. Josh Allen, he does it all, you know. Patrick Mahomes, self-explainable. So Jalen Hurts is the sixth best quarterback on my rankings. Really good if you have him. Can win you leagues. He was the quarterback one last year in points per game. Um, I can't remember what he did points-wise because I know he was out a couple weeks. But um, he's my quarterback six. Maybe when he gets his payday, I'll I'll change my mind and move him up a couple spots. But um, right now, he's my quarterback six. My quarterback seven, and I say this all the time in Twitter and stuff like that, but... I caution with this because the off-field stuff, but seven is Deshaun Watson. He's my seventh-best dynasty quarterback, and that's because of his on-field um, ability and what he can do on the field, rushing and passing. And he's not a rush-first quarterback, and I think a lot of people forget that. When he was at Houston and when he was at Clemson, he he was accurate. He can't evade, you know, he could get out of the pocket run up field if he has to, but he was passed first. And in Cleveland, you have Amari Cooper, DPJ, and now Elijah Moore and David Njoku. And then you got Nick Chubb and that great, one of the best O-lines in the league. I think the weapons around him and the value you could get at Deshaun Watson right now is just insane. I've seen him going mid to late second round startups, which is, is just crazy. He should be going in the first round, but he's my number seven. Um, he will return to form this season. Everybody's basing him off of last season, but if you thought he was going to go crazy last season, you're just crazy, right? So, I mean, he, he didn't practice with the team at all. He came in for practice for a week and then got thrown onto the field without playing after playing after not playing for two years. So, I think he's just going to excel in that offense, and Cleveland finally got their guy. Uh, a lot of hate to the contract that he got, but it's screwing over the Baltimore Ravens right now. But uh, Deshaun Watts is just going to light it up on the field next year. And the value you could get him at is just crazy. Um, so, yeah, he's my number seven dynasty quarterback as of today. Number eight. I have Justin Fields, quarterback of the Chicago Bears. And I know this raises a lot of eyebrows because it seems as though half the community is like, love him. He's a top eight quarterback in Dynasty. And a lot of them are kind of hesitant on him because, one, he wasn't a great pass. He reminds me so much of Jalen Hurts because he wasn't a great passer, even though he he's an amazing scrambler. He runs... You know, he's built tough. He could take hits, um, but he's not a great passer, so that's why a lot of people stay away from him. But he has that rushing upside to just win you leagues, and 
there's not a and Chicago's committed to him. They get brought in DJ Moore. They brought in Don, Deontay Foreman or whatever you say his name. They have Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet, Robert Tanyan. They brought in as well. Kind of a silent move, but they're going to build the O line. They already did a little bit, and I'm sure they're going to in the draft. They built up that defense. They're committed to Justin Fields being their guy long term. Whether that plays out, I don't know. I I'd bet on it paying out, and I guarantee 90% of the world would as well. But there's a little bit of doubt, and that's why he's number eight compared to being higher like a Trevor Lawrence because there's no doubt Trevor Lawrence is going to pan out. Everybody knows he's going to be great. Justin Fields, there's just this mid... There's just a little bit that it's like injuries could affect him. His passing could make him not be the starter. They built this team around him. He could not pan out, but... I'm pretty confident saying he will. That's why he's number eight. There's a little bit of doubt, but he's number eight for me. I don't know. Post-draft may change, but probably not. Um, Chicago's found their franchise quarterback after how many years of Jay Cutler and Nick Foles and all that crap. So, jumping right into number nine, I have um, Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens, and he normally would be higher for me, but the question marks revolving around him holding out is just growing and growing. Now, it kind of has been um, deterred now because of the Odell Beckham Jr. signing, which is great and helps him out a ton. Uh, but there is question marks, and there's a lot of them. So whether he gets traded, which I don't think he will after this OBJ signing, whether he gets signed somewhere else because of his uh, f- free agent, whatever it's called, tender. Um, I don't think he will because no team wants to do that. So I think he will stay, but it's a question whether he'll hold out. So that's why I have him under Justin Fields because of those question marks kind of lingering around the NFL landscape right now. So that's the end of my tier two. Those are elite quarterbacks, and they're... They're elite quarterbacks that you want to build your team around, but there's a difference between them and the top three, which I think everyone would agree on. But the difference between Tier 2 and Tier 3 is mainly question marks. There's a lot more question marks with Tier 3, and whether that be age, situation, passing ability, injuries, um landing spots so we'll take a look coming in at number 10 tier one the first guy in tier three i have is cj stroud and he doesn't have a team yet so this is definitely going to change based on what team he goes to um right now people are saying he's going to the texans which i think would be a great fit for him personally definitely if they go get jsn at two at 12 which would be nice as well giving him and that college teammate kind of like a Joe Burrow and um, Jamar Chase kind of thing going on there. So I hope he goes to Houston. I think it'd be a great fit for him, but it may flip-flop between Bryce Young, um, depending on landing spot. One of them could fall. I've seen crazier things happen in the draft. So right now, C.J. Stroud is my number 10 guy. Number 11, I have another. I have the other uh rookie upcoming rookie Bryce Young at 11 again these are flip-floppable 
Um, he's going to get the draft capital. People are saying he's going to Carolina. A lot of experts are pre- mocking him to go to Carolina, which would be... A lot of people are saying that Carolina doesn't have a lot of uh, weapons, but they have one of the best defenses. They have one of the best defenses in the NFL. Very young. Um, they paid their guys that had a lot of trade rumors last year, so they're very committed to competing this year or next year. Um, they want to compete. They have a great O-line. They had just signed Miles Sanders to a three-year deal. They just signed Adam Thielen, who's aging, but will be a great safety option for that quarterback, whoever that may be, which may be Bryce Young, which would be a great fit. Um, and their number two guy is also DJ Chark, who they signed to a pretty decent deal. So whichever one of these two destinations that these two um, drafted quarterbacks go to, I think is a great fit. Um, the only time I see some guy jumping up here is Anthony Richardson if he goes to one of these two places, but right now... It doesn't seem likely. It can happen, and that's when I'll put out a video afterwards saying this flip-flop, blah, 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 blah. But those two guys are my 10 and 11, tier or 1 and 2 in Tier 3. The third guy in Tier 3 is Kyler Murray, and I've been very vocal about his uh, value the past um, month because he's not going to be able to win you a championship in 2023. I don't think he'll be fully healthy until 2024 or be himself till 2024. So if you have have him, you're like kind of stuck. Now, if you're rebuilding, I've advised everyone to go get Kyler Murray. He was in my buy low show because, you know, if it's max point four as your, this is when you get to know your, this is why you need to know your league settings is because if it's max point four, max points for as the pick situation like how they did determine picks Kyler Murray is a great option doesn't add any points to your team for a while this season but also gives you that elite quarterback for 2024 that you could pay cheap now that people are trying to get rid of and try to change their quarterback for a championship run that they won't be able to do with Kyler Murray at the helm so use that information as you will Invest in him if you want to, um, but he's number 12, and then I got one last guy in this tier, and then after this, it's there's a decent drop-off, so you want to make sure you have two of the top 13 guys, because if you don't, you're not going to you're probably not going to win a championship unless you have an amazing supporting cast. And I love having two elite quarterbacks. It just makes my life a lot more comfortable and easier building a team. Because that's one of the hardest positions to find in Dynasty Fantasy Football and in football in general. So at 13 is Dak Prescott. And he's kind of the caboose of this tier, let alone this grouping of the first three tiers because of his age. Because of his question marks regarding um, that offense. I mean, the coaches come out and said that they want to run the ball, which is not good, obviously, for Dak Prescott. But when he has been able to throw the ball, you saw a massive decline this year because of his interception uh, problems. But he's still a great passer, and I think he's still a top 12 quarterback in the league right now. Um, And a lot of people are down on him because of this interception problem and because he's a Dallas Cowboy. A lot of people hate the Cowboys and owning them. So having him at 13 only felt right. And he's a great buy low if you want to find a quarterback two or three 
to just sit there and bring you points week in and week out and make a championship push who will be cheap because a lot of people are freaking out out about Dak Prescott. So he's number 13 for me. Number 14 for me is Anthony Richardson, the speed, you know, athletic demon coming out of Florida. Um, and this one is probably going to get a lot of hate. Him being this high or low, depending how you view Anthony Richardson, it's very all over the place. But his rushing ability and the way he's built to take hits is something that you can't ignore as a dynasty owner and a fantasy football owner because he has that crazy upside that Josh Allen had and that these rushing quarterbacks have that other quarterbacks may not be able to give you like C.J. Stroud. So he has that upside, and his passing accuracy is decent. That's the flaw in his game is his accuracy. So who knows if he pans out in the NFL, but I like the chance to chance him. Definitely at the price, you're probably paying a 104 or 105 for Anthony Richardson. Um, so... I like him at his value now, definitely, because he has probably the highest upside of all the quarterbacks coming in from this draft. So he's number 14 for me. Number 15 for me is Trey Lance, quarterback at a, for the San Francisco 49ers. And it's just, it's, it's crazy that he's 15 on my list because... Honestly, he probably should be higher, and I say that with a little bit of caution because I know how much hate I'm going to get for that, but no one should be worried about Brock Purdy, and I mean no one, right? Trey Lance is going to get his opportunity, whether that be in San Francisco or elsewhere. If Even if Brock Purdy starts in San Francisco, Brock Purdy won't even be healthy week one, so Trey Lance is naturally going to get his shot. Which I'm a, which I'm like 95% sure he's going to take advantage of it and do great because he's a third over. He wasn't a third overall pick for a reason. San Francisco invested heavily in him. San Francisco didn't invest at all into Brock Purdy. They gave him the last pick of the draft. So even when they drafted him, they didn't even see anything crazy in him because they used their last pick in the draft for him. So Trey Lance is somebody that I'm not too worried about but you can get him fairly cheap for like the 106 or something like that 106 107 108 i've seen him go for maybe even 109 i've seen him go for in some leagues if the owner's kind of freaking out about trey lance because they also invested heavily into trey lance like san francisco did so if you a big thing in the nfl is teams take their time with people they've invested into and they're going to invest and help out that quarterback as much as they need to. And this is Trey Lance's, I believe the upcoming offseason is his fifth-year option when a team could do that. So they're going to want to test him out, see what's going on, and then see who they want as their quarterback. But Trey Lance is going to get a shot. He has the rushing upside that, upside that Brock Purdy doesn't. He has the best supporting cast out of all the whole league. Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon IU, George Kittle, the best O-line in the league. So he is going to get his chance to prove himself. And it's hard. Every quarterback looks great in San Francisco. And the second he gets publicity 
and everybody starts looking at that and seeing what he can do, whether it's great or good, everyone's going to want to buy him. So he's coming in at number 15. I think there's a decent drop-off to the next person, but not big enough to warrant a tear break. But the next person is Tua Tagovailoa, quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. And he honestly probably would be higher if it wasn't for his concussion issues, you know. He may not even last a whole season at this rate. He's just, you know, prayers up to him. But, man, he just can't catch a break. And that, that was the same thing in college, right? He was dropping down the board. He probably would have been the number one overall pick if it wasn't for his injury in college. So, That's a worry, and that's why he's also lower on my list. But he's high enough. He's higher than the person next next in line because of the weapons and because he has shown he can be a capable quarterback. And he can. He also is somewhat of a buy low because people are worried. You know, people are worried about his concussions, his injuries, his mental state. But Miami is committed to him for the next two years if he stays healthy so you don't have to worry about that the only thing you have to worry about with Tua is his his injuries right but not understating that at all because that's a big big worry and last year lost you weeks because he wasn't starting so and they held him back to prepare for 24 so He comes in at number 16 for me. And number 17 right behind him is Daniel Jones, quarterback of the New York Gi- New York Giants. He got a big payday, which is the reason why he's up this high. If he was a free agent or if he just got like a a 20 mil year deal, he would not be this up this high. I don't I'm not a big believer in Daniel Jones. I don't know a lot of people that are. He's not that great of a quarterback. He had decent numbers, but he also had the help of Saquon Barkley at running back as kind of a safety valve. Just hand the ball off if you get scared, right? But his internal clock is absolutely terrible. I've never seen I've never seen an internal clock that bad. Bad pocket, he stays in. Great pocket, he runs out. And he's caused so many turnovers because of that, that it's a worry. It's a worry. So... He's coming in at number 17 and rounding out the end of that tier. This is when it starts to get a little shady. Definitely if you're rebuilding, you do not want to really build your team around anybody under this under Daniel Jones. Because there's a lot of question marks. There's a lot of who knows. Age is a huge factor. So Coming in at number 18, Jordan Love, quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. And this is assuming Aaron Rodgers is dealt. It feels like we've been waiting 18 years for this Aaron Rodgers trade. And everything with Aaron Rodgers seems to be difficult. Giving Aaron Rodgers the benefit of the doubt, it's not really his fault. Um, But it just feels like we're getting blue-balled. And we want this news to come out so we can start praising or being excited about Jordan Love because the only time we were excited about Jordan Love was when he was at Utah and even then we weren't really raising too many eyebrows but um, 
apparently Green Bay loved him, drafted him into the first round, and now is his chance to prove himself. He did decent last year, never had a game over 200 passing yards, but he was also kind of restricted. So um, it'd be interested to see how he does. He doesn't have Alan Lazard, but he does have Christian Watson and Romeo Daubs. Um, and I see a lot of mocks get, giving Packers, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, but who knows right now, right? So at 18, he is my quarterback 18 on my list. Uh, agree, disagree, he falls right there. So number 19, I have quarterback of the Detroit Lions, Jared Goff. And this one may surprise a lot of people because it's not a sexy pick, right? It's kind of like Dak Prescott where you're like, oh, great. I know what I'm getting, right? But Jared Goff is honestly doing a lot better than most people expected. I believe he fell in the top 10 in quarterbacks last year. He's getting a better offense with a healthy JMO and a healthy, um, he gets J- David Montgomery next year, kind of filling that Jamal Williams role. But that offense is only going to get better. I They can draft a tight end. I don't know if they will, but Jared Goff has proven that he can put up capable numbers to be starting each and every week. He was kind of a sleeper that I wouldn't say won people's league, but if he played like people expected him or thought he did, you weren't winning your league, right? So he's quarterback 19 for me. Detroit Lions, Dan Campbell loves him. The defense is getting better, and they have the number six pick, and they have the number 18 pick. The only way I see Jared Goff becoming like dropping down like crazy is if they if one of the top three quarterbacks falls to number six and they draft him, or they somehow draft Will Levis or Hendon Hooker at 18 slash six. So, um, but there is that question mark, but it hasn't happened yet. So he's number 19 for me. He is on the older side, but not as old as many people think. He was only drafted in 20... I can't even remember. So he comes in at number 19. And number 20, I have Russell Wilson, quarterback of the Denver Broncos. And this guy gets a lot of hate, as he probably should, because of his antics on and off the field, (laughs) doing high knees on a plane and all that fun stuff. But the Mile High Club, not club, the Mile High Stadium... (laughs) But he does get Sean Payton as his quarterback next year, and that's not something you should overlook at all because having Sean Payton has proven well for Drew Brees. Drew Brees was kind of in the fire before Sean Payton showed up at New Orleans, and um, what he did with Drew Brees was kind of great. Kind of great, you know? So Drew Brees is one of, or uh, not Drew Brees, Sean Payton is one of the best coaches to ever play, to ever coach. So we're kind of, you know, I think Russell Wilson will take that leap forward than that he did last season. People are kind of just riding off on Russell Wilson totally. And you could kind of buy him cheap right now because of the whole stink job he did last season. So, but if you look at at his last six weeks, he kind of did respectable numbers for a quarterback in Superflex that you could have started him and got good weeks out of him. So, he is my quarterback 20. You have Jared Judy, Cortland Sutton, Javante comes later in the season. You have uh, Greg Dulcich, who's also a great option at tight end. He's young. He'll get used more. And then they just brought in Samaj P. Ryan. So just 
I think he's a very sleeper pick to be a top 20 quarterback. I think he has capability to do it. He has that rushing upside, and a lot of people forget about Russell Wilson back you know, when he was with Seattle, he was great. So I think he'll return to some of that form. Will he return to that form completely? Probably not, but you'll see glimpses of it. And you'll see glimpses of it with Jerry Judy, who will also have a breakout season by Jerry Judy. But that rounds out my top 20. I'm only going to do 20 today. I will post my whole rankings later today slash tomorrow this weekend. So Keep an eye out for that if you want to look at other quarterbacks, but I I just wanted to get the main ones out of the way so you guys have something to base your trades off of in before the draft. Um, so I appreciate you guys for listening. I know I got a lot more supporters than I did when I started, so I appreciate you all for listening and downloading and following. It means so much, and I'll keep trying to give you guys as many videos as I can. And I'm working on something big. So I appreciate you guys a lot. Um, and I hope you guys enjoy and find this as something to listen to that you enjoy listening to. So I hope you guys have a great weekend. Stay tuned for my running back rankings and my wide receiver rankings. I'm hoping to get that out as soon as possible. But thanks for tuning in. Have a great weekend, guys.